Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. And we are here to just do a news roundup with you guys. Uh, we have been out for... We've been a little spotty these last couple weeks after since Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has left the air and there's no new content. And I've been sick and Jeff's been busy and uh, it's been a hard couple weeks. And we've had some excuses. We've had lots of excuses, so... We apologize for our absence, but we're back this week to cover some news. Gotta can't get too far behind on the news, or it's no longer news. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I feel on some of these stories that I've got collected. Yeah, you know, but some people might have heard about them. We did. We definitely didn't get to discuss them. So let's do this, man. Let's do this. Let's get into some news. You don't even want to like plug everything first. We always plug everything at the end. Okay, I mean that's fine. However, you want to do this. You know, what I do, you know what I do want to plug? What? Up top. Is uh, everyone should... If anyone is out there is currently playing Marvel Contest of Champions <laughs> uh, on their phone, they should join me in an alliance because uh, me and my friend are trying to create an alliance, but we're no good at it. <laughs> you can't see it because we're on Skype. I am hanging my head in disgust. <laughs> Come on, guys. Marvel Contest Champions. It's awesome. It's it's like a fighting game, kind of like a Street Fighter, I guess. But it's got like the uh, the game behind the game is like a collecting characters and leveling them up. It's a lot of fun. Like Pokemon? Uh, no, I wouldn't make that comparison. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably like Pokemon. You're playing you're playing Marvel Pokemon? No, I'm not playing Marvel Pokemon. Gotta catch them all, Excelsior! Alright, well, Jeff is obviously not into this, but I am. So if any of you guys, are uh, our podcast listeners, wants to play Marvel Contest Champions with me, just uh, hit me up. I have, I've got it downloaded and installed, I just haven't done anything with it. I it's, literally have not even opened it. It's been super addictive. <laughs> that might be what I'm scared of. The cool thing is, I've played for uh, a couple weeks... I played for about a week now, and I've gotten pretty far in it, and I haven't spent a dime. So, like, it's not one of those games that leeches you for money, and you don't get too frozen up. You just have to play the game to get all the things you need. It's fun. I like it. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So, that is not Marvel Cinematic Universe news, but I figured that might appeal to some of our some of our listeners. Maybe so. You know what else might appeal to some of our listeners? What's that? James Gunn has confirmed that Star-Lord's father will be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Nice. I, I definitely was expecting them to go in that direction, but um, I guess that's cool. I like it. Uh, I, I'm actually a little disappointed that they let us know that so soon. Because <laughs> if they're out seeking his father or whatever, I don't really want to know for sure if they're going to find him or not, you know? Yeah, well, they might not find him. They might just have... Uh... You know, random asides to his dad watching him go by or something. Yeah, and he needs to be played by Malcolm Reynolds. Uh, wow. Yeah, come on. You know you see it. Maybe. Nathan Fillion, sorry. No, no, Malcolm Reynolds. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like <laughs> That character needs to be Star-Lord's father. Yeah. I don't know if that character's a very good actor, though. <laughs> anyway. So, um... Talking more about that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 thing, James Gunn's finished the first draft of the script. Um, he's confirmed that he has finished it, and they'll be starting shooting within the next 
few months, I guess. I think it's I think it's actually next year was when they start. Anyway, um, Chris Pratt has already seen it, and he knows he quote unquote knows everything about it. Hmm. Um, and he said that I will say his pitch and his idea legitimately put tears in my eyes. It is so good. I cannot wait to get started on it, and I cannot wait for people to see what he's going to pull off with this second movie. It's so, so big and so good. Marvel loved the pitch, and they said nothing. There was no micromanaging of the idea. They just loved it so much that they didn't even have a note for it. That's awesome. And that sounds... To me, that sounds very heartfelt, too. Like, the way he talked about it, putting a tear in his eye, and how big it is, and how... He just, he just sounds excited, and that excitement is definitely rubbing off on me. I'm like, oh... Well, Chris Pratt seems to think this is going to be a great movie. If he's excited, <laughs> be excited. I don't know. A lot of times when you read these kind of comments, it sounds sort of I, – I, I think of it sort of cynically. Like I'm like, oh, well, of course he's going to say it's going to be awesome. But he, he – I don't know. Something about his – maybe it's him. I can maybe just it's trust his, him. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just because it's Chris Pratt and he seems so trustworthy. Uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's his co- actual comments. But that just seems – he seems legitimately excited, you know. Yeah, I get that. So I'm I'm on board. Not like I wasn't before. <laughs> Let me be clear. Yeah, like... I was very on board. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go from movies that are a ways out to movies that are closer. How about Ooh. Civil War? We get a little bit of Civil War news. Ooh. Sam, uh, well. Samuel L. Jackson, unfortunately, is not going to be in Civil War. He has not been cast, but like almost all of the rest of the MCU has been cast in it. But he hasn't. I've heard but that. He is, he is looking for a contract extension, though. Yeah, he, I heard him say that. And that's the thing is like he only has two more movies on his contract. Yeah. So he's out there talking about how he wants to be in the movie, but I'm sure, I'm sure they, I'm sure they wouldn't mind having a Nick Fury, but I'm sure they don't want to like. If he's gonna try to talk him up on money or whatever, I'm sure he doesn't. They don't want to pay him too much more. Yeah, and they need to save him for Infinity War one and two. True, true, true. If he's uh, only got two left, I think those are gonna be the two. Yeah, and um, somebody else who hasn't been cast yet that uh, that we keep hearing about is Spider Man, because there's you know everybody thinks that they know that Spider-Man is going to be in Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> and um, talking at, God, where was it? Is that a, uh, a convention recently? Brian Michael Bendis had, uh, had led slip that Spidey is going to be in Civil War, but then he backpedaled with an allegedly. Um, he said, uh, he was originally talking about how Spider-Man was going to be put into the new Avengers back in 2005. And he was saying that there were a bunch of Marvel writers that were saying, Spider-Man's not an Avenger. He is absolutely not. They were just adamant. But he said uh, the same thing happened when they heard that Spider-Man is going to be in Captain America Civil War. And then he looked over to the panel host, Ryan Pinnagos, <laughs> who was just like, I don't know anything. He didn't confirm. He didn't add anything. Nothing. And he's like, and he turns back and says, allegedly, or he's going to be in Batman v Superman. That sounds like a pretty big confirmation to me. <laughs> so I think I think I'm going to stop saying supposedly. I'm officially saying it. He is in Civil War. I think we know now. 
I mean, I feel like we've known for a while. Sure. But that was like, he, he let that slip, yo. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> sounds pretty confirmed. Uh, it sounds a little bit on the confirmed side. Yeah, man. All right, so let's see. We did, we, did, we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. We talked about um, Civil War. Yeah. About slightly closer in, we got a little bit, a tiny bit of news about Daredevil. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I am so excited about this news. I say tiny. This It's huge. This is John huge. Bernthal. John Bernthal is to play the Punisher in Daredevil Season 2. Yes. And he is so... He's excited. I'm excited about it. He looks the part. Like, everything about it is perfect. Yeah. No, so it's absolutely perfect. perfect. Absolutely perfect. And, and the way that they promoted it, they had, like, a, a logo that was just all shot up and bullet riddled. It was crazy. And That's we should awesome. we should put that into um, into the slideshow whenever we post this episode. Yeah, we will. Um, I, I I I I love John Bernthal on uh, Walking Dead. I really loved him in Fury. He's proven that he's like a not he's pretty top notch actor. Um, have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? I have. He was in that. Who was he in that? I don't. I, I actually don't recall. Uh, when. Everybody was sitting around the table, and um, Leo DiCaprio's character says, sell me this pen. And he was the guy that was like, hey, write something down for me. And he's like, I, don't, I can't. I don't have a pen. He's like, ah, you need it. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, didn't. I don't remember that, but I just, I've only seen the movie once. That's that's fun though. Um, I, I'm sure I noticed him at the time because I was I was a big Walking Dead fan. Um, still am, still am. Um, I uh, really. It, what excites me about this is Punisher is a very different character. If they do him justice, he's not the same character that Dar- that Matt Murdock is currently. You know, oh, they're, yeah. they're both after the same goal, I guess. Um, of of you know. Helping stopping people, evil. stopping evil, helping people, whatever you want to say. Um, but uh, Matt Murdock's never killed anyone, and he says it's a lie he doesn't want to cross. Um, Punisher doesn't have that problem. <laughs> yeah, Punisher's all right with that. And that reminds me a lot of... Did you watch Walking Dead? Yeah. You did? Okay, so, so this well, is... Well, I a, watched the seasons that he was in. This is the slight, a slight spoiler... Uh, not really, though, because it's in the first episode. Basically, the the concept that him, him on Walking Dead, he plays Shane, and there's a character named Rick. They both are after the same thing, um, but Shane plays the uh, he'll do anything it takes to um, to to help to save his the people that he cares about, and Rick takes the side of we still have to try to be good people. We still, we can't stoop to their level kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and I see that absolutely shaping up with like a, with like a, it's like kind of perfect casting cause he's kind of done it before. Um, so I, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily want him to like go over that territory too hard, but it They're seems basically the two sides of the same coin, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, in comics, Punisher and Daredevil have clashed so many times. Yeah, Absolutely. The, the whole Marvel Knights thing, like I, oh, I read yeah. a lot of those, and um, <laughs> it's just they're, they're just they're very much part of the same gritty 
uh, street level Marvel universe, which I mean is what they're building on Netflix, and uh, it's just so cool, so so cool. Mm. There was um, there was one that I was I was looking over a few days ago where Daredevil started a speech and then Punisher stops him and he's like, I've got all the, all these speeches that you give uh, memorized by heart. Go ahead and hit me. <laughs> and awesome. Daredevil was like, what? <laughs> You're not going to let me monologue? Yeah, I think that, uh, I mean, I, I just, I just imagine that Punisher is going to come in and be a, a fan favorite on this show. Cause oh, he, yeah. he is going to be as much as we like, uh, Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Um, I don't know. Seeing someone who has, <laughs> who's a little more extreme about stopping evil, I think could be really interesting. And I think, I think I'm going to kind of <laughs> end up choosing his side in a lot of cases. I lo- I love when they when they when they put us in a position where we really don't know whose side to choose. You know? Yeah. I feel like we were about to say something along the lines of. Um, I, I like it when they make me choose or make me want to choose the villain side. And I was like, he's not the villain, though. Oh, he's not, no, yeah. Not, he's, not. He might be an anti-hero that Daredevil might have to somehow work around and and kind of lead down the right path. Yeah. But still. Or just both working toward different, but, you know still both good goals, you know, and I, and I love the complexity of that. Yeah. It just seems like it could really provide a lot of, a lot of complexity to season two. And, uh, I mean, I don't know how many episodes he's going to be in. Then what do you think they're going to do with Punisher? Do you think they'll spin off? Well, oh, it's going to be spin off. I, I agree. I think they've got to do something with Punisher. Punisher is arguably a bigger character than daredevil. Um, at least in the public eye, he's had more movies. That's for sure. <laughs> um, more unsuccessful movies as well. Though. He's had twice as many movies. <laughs> no, I think there's three, four Is, Punisher movies. Are there? I believe so. We're, oh, I think there was at least one in the early '90s. Yeah, there's one in the early '90s, and then there's um, the 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 Thomas Jane one, and then yep. I think there's been two since then. I believe there was. I think there was one since the Thomas Jane one. It's called Punisher Warzone. It was a lot better than the Thomas Jane one. That's what I've heard, and I haven't seen it. So, I mean, it still wasn't like stellar, but it was. I've better. heard it was a lot better than its like budget uh, should have allowed. Like it, it's yeah. it's kind of a low budget sort of, just like they made it to keep the rights kind of thing. But um, it was actually a good movie, so I, I, I really should check that out. You should. I agree. And let's move on to slightly closer in time. Uh, very tiny news. Marvel and Netflix have dropped the AKA from AKA Jessica Jones to where it's just Jessica Jones now. That is tiny uh, news. It's like three letter news. Ha ha. <laughs> there's um, there's a, a placeholder page on Netflix for Jessica Jones just saying like coming in uh, 2000. I think it's late 2015 is what they're saying. Okay. And, um, which, you know, it's it's not going to be called AKA. I guess it's just it's a little too difficult for people to tell their friends about. Hey, have you watched AKA Je- Jessica Jones? Like, okay, well, what's its real name? What's what's it also known as? Yeah, that does sound a little weird. And I and I I I don't have enough of a um, knowledge of the AKA Jessica Jones comic books to really care what they do with the title. <laughs> um, so Jessica Jones is fine with me. I mean, they could call her Jewel. Is that her name? That was one of her 
superhero names. Nice. In uh, in the comics. I thought you meant the '90s folk female. Oh folk God, singer. no! Shut folk, up, folk pop singer. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Stop it! No you jokes. No jokes on this that. podcast. We are a DC podcast. No jokes. Uh, I I I I don't know what you thought you'd been talking about for the last year, but this is a Marvel <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Has it? No, it's been. Yeah, we're coming up on a ten year. Months. It's close. Yeah. Whenever wow. Guardians of the Galaxy hits, it'll be about right out of year. We, we did it the first episode of the week Guardians dropped. It's crazy. Anyway, neat. Yeah. So, moving up. Ah, oh, man, I missed one. Oh, well. Moving up to slightly newer. <laughs> so, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3 is coming up soon henry simmons henry simmons has been up to a series regular he played mac um he's gonna be a series regular he's no longer a guest star that's great i i like that a lot especially after that last episode that last episode really earned earned series regular position (laughs) (laughs) who are you i'm the guy who kills gordon (laughs) so you're gordon yes who are you i'm the guy who kills gordon and then becomes a series regular. <laughs> it's a it's like a Highlander thing. One of them was going to become a series regular, and then <laughs> Marvel just threw him in a. Uh, there can be only one. You guys, uh, you guys duke it out, and then Fitz kills him. Do what you got to do. Well, that makes sense. Fitz really liked Mac. You want him to stick around? <laughs> I guess so. Out of boy Turbo. Out of boy uh, Turbo. <laughs> also talking about Agents of Shield season three. We have a set release date now. Uh, it will be releasing uh, September 29th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. our time. So they're keeping their same time slot. That's good. That's always oh, generally a good thing if your time slot's good, which I think that's a good time slot anyway. Well, yeah, they they were able to go a lot um, a lot less or a lot darker, I guess. Yeah, a lot were uh, not really like a ton adult more like not like Daredevil adult content, but. Certainly a, a bit more advanced and complex. Oh, yeah, for sure. A bit less kid-friendly. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I completely agree. And I, and, I, and I like I like them skewing it toward us. And I, I don't know, I understand the kids, they also need comic book shows. <laughs> but I'm kind of good, good with them making them for us right now. <laughs> the, kids, the kids' comic book shows are the cartoons. They can have those. Yeah. They're still making those. Especially the Marvel ones. Especially the Marvel ones. We're, we're keeping the DC ones. <laughs> oh, man. So, the next movie coming out. <gasps> Whoa. I just thought about this. All right. Less than a month until Ant-Man. Oh, my gosh. Is it? What's the date? July 18th? July 17th. 17th. Oh, my. Less than a month until Ant-Man. Oh my! Right? I, yep, that's right at right at a month, man. That's exciting. That's oh. I, I gotta say though, I, I know this is in the news roundup, but uh, did you see these posters they posted? Yes, I did. I don't know if everyone else saw them, but they the uh, Avengers themed posters. Yeah, um, where he's he's standing on Cap's shield and Thor's hammer and Iron Man's shoulder. 
I have a take on this, and I, uh, these posters actually, as much as I love to see the fact that they're all in the same universe, and um, I love them using the other characters for promotion, and I have said it many times that I thought that was a smart move, and I think it is a smart move. It kind of worries me. Why is that? Um, okay, so in the past, when Guardians of the Galaxy was coming out, I, I, I think uh, I said it many times that the smart way to promote this thing would be to have, you know, some sort of uh, commercial that made it very clear that it was in the Avengers universe, you know? Yeah. Uh, just to, because to, I, I know it, you know it, and most of our listeners know it, but the mass public doesn't know what's going on with these connected universes and stu- with Marvel Studios versus, you know, Sony and all, you know, most yeah. people aren't following yeah. that. So I, I really thought it would be a smart move to show the connection in, a, in, a, in an ad, and then you, you've got you've got a bunch more viewers, you know. And, and I wanted it to be a successful movie, so I was I was saying before they came out that's what they should do. Then they didn't. Then the movie was amazing, and it broke records, and it, uh, it you know it was incredibly successful. And then what I realized is Marvel was way smarter than me, and that they had made a property so good that they really didn't need to uh to to use that sort of ham fisted um uh promotions. And yeah. I, what I'm worried about here is that it doesn't seem like they're having that same sort of honestly, I thought that that move with Guardians of the Galaxy was super ballsy and it showed an extreme amount of trust in their property. Um and this isn't showing that amount of trust. Yeah, as much as I said that a year ago, that how how I was impressed with their restraint in their promoting the movie, and that they didn't really like use the Avengers, and this is like directly using the Avengers. Now that you could say that they just have more faith in people wanting to see Guardians of the Galaxy, and that the they thought the promotion machine was already working, and they didn't need to do this. But the fact they're dropping this so late makes me think that they didn't think. They thought they needed to roll out the Avengers to get people in the seats to see this movie. Well, I think it's it's mostly that um, he's going to be in Civil War. We've seen him on set in Civil War, so people need. I didn't know that actually. I don't think we've discussed that. That's that's cool. Well, there were pictures in the slideshow of our last uh, our last episode of he uh, was of Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd on set in Atlanta. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. Whoop. <laughs> Well, I'm well, sure I'm sure we actually didn't talk about it, but it's been a few weeks, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, since he's going to be in Civil War, a connection needs to be made early so that people are like, oh, this guy is going to be an Avenger. I need to see where he comes from before I go and see that next Avengers movie, which is actually Cap 3, but still. Sure, sure. And, and I, I mean, I'm not... I guess part of it, too, is that he is... He is actually in... Avengers land like he's in he's on earth yeah yeah. Um, so he's being introduced as basically a new Avenger Um, and I think that's good and that's fine Um, it's just a little uh, I don't know it was a little disturbing given all the all the things I said about Guardians and how this is not doing the same thing you know yeah true I can understand that. I, I understand your hesitation. Think about this, though. Um, Mark Amargo brought up a really solid um, a solid idea. 
Yeah. That um, and he posted it on our Twitter. He said, "Ant-Man will occur before or during Avengers: Age of Ultron." Ant-Man was actually in the new Avengers lineup, just too small to see. And <laughs> the tag scene will be Ant-Man's point of view of that Age of Ultron scene where we get Cap saying, Avengers, and then it cuts off. That'd be awesome. That would be so great. That's a great <laughs> idea, Mark. Good job. That is a great idea. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, that is perfect. That is really amazing. I would love to see that scene from his perspective before uh, Cap walks in and we actually get the discussion between, you know, uh, all of those other new Avengers, like whatever's happening in that room. And then, <laughs> Ooh, that would be great. That'd be amazing. And then maybe he actually finishes saying Avengers Assemble. That would be awesome. Or what if. What if. Because he's a thief and breaks into places and steals some stuff, what yeah. if he's breaking into that room whenever he says or whenever Cap says that? Yeah, that'd be good too. <laughs> I would love to see, and I've I've thought about that. Like it, it'd be really neat in this movie if we do see the Avengers from like a tiny Ant Man's perspective. <laughs> <clears throat> we might we might get to see that. I um. I don't know that I would like to see them in the movie, like in the middle of it, so much as I would like to see them at the end or in the the post credits tag scene. Sure. Just yeah, I want him to have. I his wanted own to story. focus on him, you know. Yeah, same here. I am. I am definitely worried about them not giving him his due. Yeah. Oh. Um, talking more about the posters. There's a poster in Russia um, that looks so like super spy oriented. Oh yeah. It's almost like a James Bond movie. And, um, I like that they, they put the, the spy aspect on it. Cause you know, he's kind of sneaking around being all covert and whatnot, (laughs) stealing stuff. Yeah. A little bit of a flow to it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. The poster looks amazing. It looks very James Bond, like almost a direct, like, call back to James Bond, which I, <laughs> which I find interesting because I know it's going to be a heist movie and I know he is sneaking around, but I guess I didn't envision it being more being an espionage movie, but I guess, I guess it kind of is. Yeah, almost. Well, I guess, I guess we just don't know yet. <laughs> we'll find out more. They'll put all kinds of like clips up on the web. We'll be talking about them for the next um, while. Mm, excuse me. The next while. Yeah. Oh, Something else that I did not put in our news feed uh, for you to look at because I wanted to surprise you with it. Oh. On the 30th of this month, Marvel is releasing a uh, an essential series Scott Lang comic book that is a collection of all of the essential Scott Lang comics. Ah, well, that sounds like exactly what we were looking for to do on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think that so, sounds perfect. 30th of this month. That's uh it's about a, almost 2 weeks away. Um it's it it has the two comics that he first showed up as Ant-Man in, which he was he he first showed up as a character as like the electrician for Avengers Mansion in the issue of Avengers that came out the month before he was in Ant-Man. And it was um, Marvel premiere number forty-seven, and in this uh, in this collection, this compilation book, 
is Marvel Premiere number 47 and 48, which also holds the, um, the first appearance of Cassie Lang, which is his daughter, who is in the film. Cool. First appearance of Darren Cross, who is in the film. And Darren Cross is playing, I think he's the being a villain, Yellow Jacket. Uh, yeah. Yellow Jacket was technically um, Hank Pym's second hero name, but, or it might have been his third. Huh. God, I don't remember. It was like Ant Man, Giant Man, Yellow Goliath, Jacket. Right. Goliath was one of them. It was one of his, but he, he chose Yellow Jacket as his one of his names. Um, but Yellow Jacket's a villain in this one, so whatever. But Darren Cross first appearance, uh, Ruth Lang first appearance, who I believe is um, his ex-wife and Cassie's mom, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I, I don't know anything about Ant-Man, so I'm... Okay. All right, I guess the uh, the last real bit of news that I have is um, a little bit of casting news, and this is awesome. It's kind of just rumor, but it's reported by Deadline, so I'm thinking it's pretty solid. Cool. Anyway, they they state that uh, God, this is a name right here. She, she would tell. Chiwetel Ejiofor, yeah. Chiwetel who was the lead in 12 Years a Slave. Yep, and a main character in Serenity. And a main character in Serenity. I won't say what he is, because you haven't seen the movie yet. Okay. I remember seeing him in the trailer for it. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, man, that's great. He is rumored to be cast as Baron Mordo, who is pretty much he's Doctor Strange's biggest rival. I am and so excited about this movie at this point. I know. Mordo is like all kinds of mad that he wasn't chosen to be the next Sorcerer Supreme and it's because he wanted it too much and yada yada. Anyway, um, this version of Baron Mordo apparently is going to be an amalgamation of characters called from Doctor Strange's mythology. Um, they've done this before. They've done this mashup thing before. In, um, they did an Iron Man 2 uh, the Whiplash character, his his name his actual name was Anton Vanko, which is the um, the character name or the civilian name of the Iron Man villain uh, Crimson Dynamo, which is a little um, I guess a little offensive toward Russian people because he was Russian and crimson and red and anyway. Um, Crimson Dynamo was an Iron Man villain. He had a suit similar to that. He had a helmet going on with um, electrified whips and whatnot. Like, pretty much the same that Whiplash had going on in the movie. But Whiplash also sort of had that uh, in a very much lesser form in the comics. So they just kind of smashed them all together and called him Whiplash. Cool. But, um, yeah, he's going to be an amalgamation. We don't know who all is going to be going into this character, but I'm really excited that it's him. He is really good at what he does. And they're, they're like, there's some, um, there's some, like, 
talk, I guess. I, I wouldn't even call it like controversy. Just talk of like, oh, they race swapped that one. Because hmm. traditionally Baron Mordo was a white guy. But honestly, for this one, like, let him have it. He's such a good actor. And that role, like, the role of Baron Mordo, it doesn't have to be a white guy. Yeah, and, and the thing about race swapping uh, in, in in comic book movies, and it, really in movies in general, um, and, and, and you could, pe- people that are up in arms about changing a white character to a black character, it's kind of silly because w- the major reason people get upset when you take away a, like a, a person of color and then a uh, and put, put put in a white person um, is that there's not there's, enough roles. There's already so many white people in Yeah, especially when you're talking about comics. comic books from the 60s or whatever. Like, you just... These days, there's much more diversity in film and, and, and in comics and everything. So making a character that used to be white into something else is... I just don't think it, that matters at all. Now, when you go the other way with it, it's kind of like, really? There's already not that many characters, and why are you taking one away? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's 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 continue to add diversity, not take away. You know, I mean, yeah. if for some reason his race, his, his being white, was important to the character, then sure. Um, but well, yeah, it just doesn't like, sound like that's the case. Just like the Mandarin uh, character in Iron Man three was changed to some British guy. And people didn't like that because it took away one from a POC. But like this POC was very much, he was very much from China. Very like, yeah, do that, good that, for that China. Character was actually for this for this nation kind of guy. Like, yeah, that character was actually more racist in the comic books. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like that one. I think they actually did because they probably didn't want to deal with a uh, trying to make that char- make that character somehow not racist because he, you know in the comics it kind of is <laughs> yeah so that's a whole different thing <laughs> well it's i find it similar oh, oh yeah definitely still, definitely definitely related still um i'm excited about chiwetel being me too Porto. me too you need to see serenity like six months ago um <laughs> because you'll be more excited you'll be more excited he is you know, an amazing actor. Ever since I saw Serenity, I've loved, I've loved him, and and I, I stupidly have not seen Twelve Years a Slave, which is just dumb because I love him so much. Um, but I'm I, I've been meaning to. I've got it on my computer downloaded, and I've been meaning to watch it forever. You mean you've got it ready through legal means? To, I didn't to say view. it was illegally downloaded. <laughs> there are legal ways to download things. Are there? Yeah, buy things on iTunes. Oh, yeah, true. Maybe I bought it on iTunes. You don't buy anything on iTunes. I buy things all the time. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm upset. I think this podcast is over. Think about this. This will bring you back. Think about, I need you to imagine in your mind's eye seeing Benedict Cumberbatch as Stephen Strange. Yeah. Opposite Chiwetel Ejiofor as as rivals slash enemies. Yeah. I love it. How exciting is that? I love it. And Tilda Swinton in the middle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Sort it's of. Gonna... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it would be directly in the middle, actually. Because <laughs> well, it would be like, 
I want you to be the Sorcerer Supreme. No, not you, but him. And you've been around a while, I know, but you want it too bad, so go away. Yeah. Well, I think that um, they're just putting together an awesome group of actors for this. You know? That's what Marvel does now. Yeah, it really is. They're bringing together the best roster for everything. They really are. I'm uh, I'm very excited about pretty much everything they're doing. Just everything. <laughs> Just um, all of it. So you know, I'm a little I'm a little nervous about Ant Man. Um, as much as I trust Marvel, and I, and I and I'm gonna be there on the day it opens anyway, but you know, with all the Peyton uh, Reed Edgar Wright, you know, change up. And then the, uh, and then the fact they're using the the Avengers in the marketing is making me a little nervous that they don't they're not putting their full faith in this movie. Not me. Cool. I'm all about it. I like it. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm alone in that. <laughs> Watch, there'll be like one other person that agrees with you. He's like, yeah, I believe in Matt. <laughs> they don't have to believe in me. They just have to play contest of champions with me. <laughs> Come okay. on, guys. Let's nice play, little let's, plug there. Let's play Contest We're of Champions. We're done. My, just uh, in this. My, uh, my, uh, my alliance name. My alliance name is Anthem, and my, uh, my character name is Gumdrop Billy. You missed two opportunities there. You could have, <laughs> you could have named the the alliance like the Rising Tide, even if you didn't want it to call, or even if you didn't want to call it like MCU cast group. Or anything like that. Yeah, you could have called yeah. it the Rising Tide. I could have called it this something MCU related. But you know what? Uh, I didn't name the Alliance. My buddy did. And Gumdrop Billy is the funniest thing to see swirl around a character while they're dramatically posing. <laughs> when it says Gumdrop okay. Billy wins, and it's like Juggernaut, and he's like, he's like flexing. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, so... Can't take you seriously. Just end this. Makes me laugh real hard. So everybody, uh, find Gumdrop Billy on Contest we're of done. Champions. We're done. We're done. I think we're. We done. are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with Forty Five Magazine and a proud member of the Helicarrier Network. <laughs> if you would like to get in touch with us, uh, you can find us at mcucast.com or facebook.com/slash mcucast at mcucast on Twitter. Um, uh, mcucast at gmail.com doing it from memory this week uh, <laughs> the uh, all the other places just mcucast pretty much everywhere except for our phone number which is 573-CAST-MCU so just uh, call us write us uh, just just yeah, write me a message, out. write Gumdrop Billy on uh, Contest of Champions, however you want to get in touch with us. If you send messages to Gumdrop Billy I on Contest of Champions, I will read it on the podcast next week. <laughs> I Even if we don't do a cast next week, I will get on and send out a special MP3 just of Gumdrop Billy feedback. And Jeff has no control. Even, I'll do it. <laughs> I can't even deal with you. <laughs> Can't even deal with you. <laughs> well, that's the news. You just, you and your freaking game, and then there's the news. Yeah. That's all we got. Yeah, you guys. So, um, like I said, 
leave us an iTunes review or just write Gumdrop Billy on uh, Contest of Champions. We'll see. We'll talk to you guys next week. We'll have some uh, some talk of probably our Daredevil feedback episode. Yeah, we're gonna probably do our Daredevil roundup. We're gonna uh, we're gonna drop what uh, what comic books we're gonna start with. <coughs> I'm thinking it's the... probably gonna be an Ant Man. Uh, some Hank Pym stuff. Some Hank Pym. Actually, go ahead and tell them what the what what, what is the name of that Hank Pym okay. book, so we can we can we can go ahead and get let people know what we're doing next next two weeks from now. Yeah. So get Essential Ant Man Volume One. Um, it's in the Marvel Essentials series. If you look on Amazon, it is uh, twenty eight ninety eight for paperback, and that's I mean that's used, but still. It'll get it'll get the point across. Yeah, and we'll put we'll post that on uh, on our Facebook so you guys can if you want to uh, order it on Amazon or whatever you can, um, and we'll have an affiliate link so it, you know you can also support the podcast by buying it through Amazon. There you go. Be awesome. But yeah, it's the one that was released uh, March eighteenth, two thousand two, and it's basically everything that you need to know to get to know Mister Hank Pym. Yeah. And, and we'll, some Hatman. We'll do some Hank Pym. That's two weeks from tonight, and then we'll do um, Scott Lang the next week. So if you want to order those on Amazon, um, we'll, we'll post about uh, the essentials of Scott Lang next week. Um, so we kind of get to know those characters uh, from the comics before we go see this movie on July 17th. It's less than a month away. God, I'm so excited. Woo! I actually might go see Jurassic World and IMAX tonight. Just to see the six-minute preview. Do you know? You know, we didn't even talk about that in the news. You know, no, we didn't. They're doing a six-minute preview, uh, similar to what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, I thought about that, but then I was like, you know what? I'm very broke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I really, me too. But I really want to. I do want to see Jurassic World anyway. Come on, yeah. Star Lord and dinosaurs. Yeah, I mean, I get it. From what I hear, though, it, uh, it leans very heavily on the nostalgia from the first one. Yeah, that may be, but I mean, I have a lot of nostalgia for the first one. <laughs> I, I got it anyway. It's cool. Yeah, I got that. I got that. I got that part covered. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for the week. All right, guys. Well, everybody have a great week. Hit us up on all the normal places, um, and come play contest of champions with me. Bye. <laughs>